We're continuing on. We're up to paragraph 135. And previously, last week, the Bavavi focused for us the importance of approaching the Taira HaKadoshah, approaching the Holy Taira with a connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the way when we need to understand words of Torah, when we do understand words of Torah. So we request, we thank, we get involved, we bring the Rabbani Shalom, that's what it means to learn. And to know how to learn means we keep the same way we keep the Rabbani Shalom with us when we go shopping, and we keep the Rabbani Shalom with us when we interact with people. We have to make sure something that seems so simple, but that we're keeping the Rabbani Shalom with us when we're learning His Holy Torah. And we're now going to continue with an additional example in paragraph 135 that Dobovavi mentioned to us prior, but he's going to add a few nuanced details to uh, what perhaps we can do. Dugma Naisefes, an additional example, says Dobovavi. Adam Haileich Liknoi Shochan Kisois Vechadaimah. You have a person who goes to purchase tables and chairs. We go to the store. We want to buy an item. We want to go to purchase noodles, milk, any cereal, anything you could imagine. Fruits, vegetables. We have already clarified previously. It's incumbent upon a person. As we explained previously, that before... Um, a, a person goes to purchase these things. We should contemplate the Inyan Amuna Shahalkol Kavua. Really, everything's established. Everything's going to be. I, I'm going to buy a table and chairs, but I know everything's set up for me by Hashem. God already knows which table's going to end up in my house. And at the before we were talking about prior to purchasing, he says you should know even at the time of purchasing, not even, at the time of purchasing as well, we should keep this in mind. Now, it's important that prior to a purchase, trust yourself. The Rabbon Shalom Hashem gives us different likes and dislikes, things that talk to us, things that are pleasant to the eye, things that don't. Trust yourself for what you're going to choose to buy. But at the time of the purchase, remember this is all part of Hashem's decision of what's going to end up in my life. Even what I appreciate and enjoy is helped and determined by Hashem. So I'm aware of all this. And no saf Allah has boninus be'amunachanal. In addition to the thoughts of knowing that Hashem is constantly involved in my going gones and my decisions and what I'm going to purchase in this specific example. It's a person should make it their habit prior to purchasing anything, tables, chairs, etc. to turn to God. And to speak with your heart. You don't need to speak it out and look like a meshugana. Yeah, even though nowadays nobody does, everybody just thinks you're on your Bluetooth. But you could you could speak it out you, you could speak it out with your heart in your heart what are you saying Hashem I'm buying a table shachaser lo shochan I need a table why did I choose to go to this furniture store why did I choose even to order it online from Wayfair Amazon yeah 
Who helped me decide to choose this store to purchase it from? I need a chair. You helped me decide that I should, you guided me to this place. There's thousands of furniture stores, both brick and mortar and online. Who wrote the lachas tiknas? You want me to buy this, obviously, because you're overseeing everything. So you know I need it. You're guiding me to this store. Really, so many details. You, you could express with your heart. At the time, you're, you're thinking, you're contemplating, wow, you know, there's so many aspects that are going into this purchase that Hashem is guiding me through with. You want to buy a shirt. It's a lot of options. There's different brands. There's colors. There's uh, washable, non-washable, uh, non-iron, yes iron. Uh, you know, so many things. What, what what's pulling me that uh, this specific type of item is talking to me? It's Hashem, you're, I need clothing, and you're guiding me in this direction. So now, what are we going to ask? Please guide me on the proper way that this purchase that I'm buying now, it ends up being a good table, doesn't end up being a dud. We, I don't, you know, there's so much that's gone into this purchase. Hashem, you led me to this store. Please, Hashem, let's make sure this doesn't turn into a lemon. This car shouldn't, uh, you know, sh- shouldn't, uh, it, it should be a good buy. It shouldn't lead me to tircha. shouldn't lead me to so much bother. The Yizke, Lishmar Eino Baderach Hashem, you should also help me Watch my eyes, make sure I'm not introduced to anything that is not proper for me to be seeing. V'chulu, v'chulu. So many things, so many things go into buying one item. Kalom are meaning, There's a lot of things that go into each purchase. A lot of it is done without, a lot of this is done without our even intending for it to be. Because we don't even notice, unfortunately, when we don't express it, we don't even notice the Yad Hashem, in so, the hand of God in so many different uh, uh, aspects and areas of each decision that, that, uh, you know, that we make. So the Bhagavad has given us a number of paragraphs with a number of different examples that really advise us and guide us into how we could take something which is so clean and so good and we would just, you know, it would just be a regular thing and we bring such life to it. We bring such truth to it. You bring Hashem into that situation. This is all of a sudden a situation that can't fail. It's going to be a fulfilled, uh, it's going to be a fulfilled reality. Our prayers, our davening, our learning, our purchasing of, uh, of items, and so on and so forth. Now, these are just examples. So, Bovavi tells us, he says, listen, he wraps up this idea, min dugmais elu shenekatnu. He says, from all these examples that we've picked and chosen, where we're advising to bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu, bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu in, yavin v'yaskala evid, a person will grasp, understand, what's the idea here? Shem b'bchinas dugmais shambu, we're just giving examples, parables, but it's really incumbent upon us, whatever's happening right here, and any situation that comes my way, 
This is incredible. He says, we've been learning for weeks now. The importance of training ourselves with our heart and with our articulation, with our mouths. Hashem, I need, you know, um, this is, uh, I need a new table. I'm lacking a table. You're the one who could help me make sure to purchase a table from the right store that's going to make, it's going to work for me. It's going to work for the family. It's going to work for whatever. It's a table that I should be able to do mitzvahs with. It's a table that, whatever I'm keeping in mind over here. He said, I want to tell you something. This is a beautiful concept and something that we could work on. But like many things, tafasta maruba like tafasta. If you try to grab too much at once, you drop everything. You go to the car and you want to bring in your immense, your too macho to make two trips to the car, right? And it'll take a minute each trip. But no, I need to load up my arms because I'm not going to make those two trips. I'd rather make one trip that takes me 15 minutes because I'm trying to juggle eight things on my head and scraping my arm and everything's uh, falling off because I'm going to make sure that this is one trip in from the car that came from the supermarket, right? And then what happens? You start walking and the orange juice falls and splatters. Tafasta maruba lo tafasta. You grab too much, you lose it. You lose it. Shekol dovar v'dovar shu asagbay. He says we have to realize that this lifestyle is crucial, it's important, but it needs to be like growing your muscles. Don't tear too much. What we're saying is like this. Don't get so intense. The main thing is, anything you're involved in, Pray to Hashem. Praying is talking, conversing as we're, as we're going to see. We've learned this in our tefillah shiurim. And as we're going to see, tefillah is a conversation. So the same way I'm talking to somebody else, I talk to Hashem. God, let me just be successful in this. It comes up when something breaks. Preparing food. Preparing food. How do I know it's going to come out good? How do I know it's not going to be undercooked, overcooked? It's going to taste good. Whether I'm traveling somewhere, I got to be there by 2 p.m. Or whether I'm going to the supermarket to, to buy uh, oatmeal. Or what if I'm looking for a study partner? The goal over here is to create a habit. Create a habit amongst ourselves. Now, not a habit where now everything's rote and I'm not thinking anymore. I'm not mindful. But means I make it a habit to be mindful about the truth, which is that Hashem is always in me. My mouth or my mind. This is what I do. This is how we live. This is what we do. This is what we do. We're praying to Hashem about each small thing. Again, a prayer is a thanks. It's a noticing. It's a gratefulness. It's a request. So many different types of prayers. It's a yearning. But we're bringing the reality of God, which is, it's happening anyway. It's the truth. It's the truth. Everything in the hands of heaven. Except for our ability to choose good and bad, right from wrong, our Bechira, right? 
So converse with Hashem. Bechol Esu Bechol Shah. And through this, he says, and that don't become like crazy, you know, and like get intense, but just train yourselves to notice what's really happening anyway. Hashem is doing this. So talk to Hashem. Ask from Hashem. Be grateful to Hashem. I'm now attaching myself by my mind and or my mouth to the source of all life. Every minute of my day is now connected to a source. So it's a real life. He says, I'm giving you the best advice I have. This is the best advice I have for how we live. So Bavavi is telling us that what he's describing in all his examples is something that eventually will become so competent in bringing the other, he doesn't even want to call it the other side of our reality because God's not the other side. It's, we're neshama, we're a part of Hashem. It's, it's really, it's our truism. It's, it's, what, it's what's true for us. Right? We're a breath of God, that's what we are. She says, all examples that I'm giving you are not separate examples. They are all just different situations that I'm mentioning, says Bovavi, to remind us that whether it's a physical thing, whether it's a spiritual thing, right? Whether I'm buying something in the store, whether I'm studying Torah, whether I'm praying, whether I'm doing something for somebody, whether I'm taking a shower, getting that right temperature, whatever it is, everything that we're doing, if our mind and or our mouth brings Hashem into it, I've just brought the source of all life into this moment. And that's a full moment. That moment is now lived in, a, in the fullest fashion. And now he's going to segue. He's going to tell us something that's, he's going to start talking about something that is so changing. It's so, it's, I think even for us who've been learning and touching a little bit on tefillah, this, on prayer, this next paragraph, 137, Kuflam Zion, this next paragraph is crucial in understanding what prayer is. We'll do one more paragraph because this paragraph, it's, it's if we're going to be, you know, try our best to, to focus on this until the next year, give ourselves a few days to focus on this, about what prayer is, it's really, I, I believe for many of us, it's going to shift a lot of how we approach what uh, approach tefillah. See, listen to this. He says, what is the goal of prayer? What's the goal of prayer? We pray, and you know what we say? Ah, wasn't answered. A prayer that's not answered. So you could have a lot of explanations given what happened, Right? Hashem's not our employee. So if something is part of his plan, that's his plan. Maybe our prayer is not going to work for now, it's going to work for later. Maybe this, maybe that. We have all sorts of things that go through our minds. The Bovav is going to hit home with one point that I believe is going to give us such a boost 
and such an important expression for what we're doing and what our goal should be every single time we talk to Hashem. Every single time we have a tefillah. Yesh leida. He says, you got to know something. Sha'af, even though, bevadai certainly, bekocha shal tefillah yishudo, the power of a prayer, flip over the world. Lifkot akaras, it could turn a barren woman, be able to have children. Rofei cholim, somebody could be on the brink of death, have no chance at life. And then prayer heals. You hear stories of miracles, people, then the tumor's gone, and this and that. Prayer could do incredible things. Liftayach shefa shal brachet, opens up storehouses of heavenly blessing, uparnasa, and sustenance, begashmias, both in material needs, uberuchnias, and in spiritual needs. Tefillah is huge. It's beyond. It's something that stands, berumo shal olam, beyond Anything we could fathom in this world. And that is the path of true hishtadlus, right? This is, this is the way to bring down goodness is when you pray. However, however, not to negate any of that, says the Bovavi. A person must realize, Shekol Elu, all of these. Blessings and children and health and parnasa and success in all areas and everything. Hemrak hanisfachim leikr mahusa hapenimishaltfila. These are extra side perks to the essence of prayer. Prayer is not about stuff, even. Spiritual stuff. Even spiritual things. Yes, prayer can bring incredible things. Success spiritually. Success physically. Success materially, emotionally. and Tefillah is incredible. But that's not the essence of prayer. That's what prayer does. But that's not the essence of prayer. Ulam ikr mailas panimis at filahu. The core... Of prayer is through prayer through prayer I am connecting and clinging to the source of life Hakadosh Baruch our Creator that is prayer when I stand in prayer. Whether I think, whether I know right away, whether it's going to be answered or not answered. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm doing can never change. I'm connecting to the source of all life. That's, that means you can never have a failed prayer. Because tefillah at its source is the reality of me clinging to Hashem. So I just clung to Hashem. Whether or not this prayer seems to be answered, those answers are the side benefits. The point of tefillah is connection. It's a oneness with Hashem. That's built automatically through me deciding 
to be there and bring Hashem into this conversation. I've now connected to the source of life. When you connect to the source of life, the blessings come. But again, it's the extra. That's extra, that's that's a benefit. The Allah Adam Liskar, a person must remember. When we when we pray to attain a something, whether it's in spiritual matters, whether it's physical matters, what's the ikr? What's the main point that's happening right now? What's happening? What's the main thing that's happening? And that is, I'm being lihidavik, I'm connecting, I'm clinging to the chaye hachayim, the source, the source, the root of everything. Everything that's even on my mind is sourced in this entity, in Hashem. And he says, the truth is, this is the secret of our entire lives. Secret, what's a secret? Not like, like it's a hidden secret. He says, this is, what we, this is how we need to live our lives. So much of figuring life out is knowing what is the main thing, what is the side thing. What's, what's the primary and what's the secondary? And to always see to see in everything and in every situation everything that I have and every situation that I'm in, what I personally need to do to be true to this moment is to the best of my ability, bring Kirvas Hashem and Devekas Bo into this situation. This situation that I'm in, how am I clinging to Hashem now? In this situation. Easy situation. Tough situation. Medium situation. How am I bringing Hashem into this? Because that's the primary. That's the primary. This is the main thing of the matter. The things that I'm actually praying for are secondary to the primary reality that just happened. I've just connected to Hashem. That's what I just did, which means my tefillah accomplished. By connecting, the Torah guarantees us when you connect to Hashem, you have the benefits. The goodness comes, and you yeah. But again, that's not the main thing that's happening by tefillah. You understand? Tefillah is not the praise, the request that that. That's ways that we use. Those are means that we use to make the connection. But the ikar of tefillah is the connection. And specifically, we're talking about everything. Bring Hashem in specifically by prayer. the whole. Form of prayer. The whole thing I'm doing is talking to Hashem. Tying myself to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Coming close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Clinging to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this is our service. This is what we're trying to work on. He says, incredible. When you pray, don't delve so much into what you're asking for. Don't delve too much into that. Your prayer should not be about what. Ella, rather, what should my prayer be about? It should be about the main thing that's happening. 
I'm talking to Hashem and I'm in, right now I'm connecting to Hashem. That is the frame of mind that I'm in whenever I pray for something. I'm not focused on that thing. I might mention that thing, request that thing, but that's not what I'm here for. I'm here for Hashem. And now Hashem's here for me. And now we're one. And now as a side, I'm expressing what brought me here. But the connection again is already there. It's accomplished. The tefillah has brought me together. V'lakach nikras tefillah tefillah. You should know why is prayer called prayer? From naftuli alikim neftalti, which is an expression of attachment. The core root of tefillah is the word means attachment. When I pray, it's I'm attaching myself to Hashem. As we find in the various What is prayer? Attachment. It's not what I'm doing. He says, don't get caught up in that when you're davening. Don't just be, don't hyper focus on what you want and what you need and what you're there for. Because really what I'm there for is dveikas. So be mindful, be present about your tefillah. Hashem, I'm here to connect to you. That's why I'm here. And in order to have a healthy relationship, it's two ways. You can't just connect to Hashem in a way that Hashem doesn't, so to speak, expect to be connected with. For example, I'll articulate a little bit what I mean. If you have a relationship, let's talk about a spousal relationship. If one spouse deposits their own currency into the other spouse's love bank, we'll call it, the spouse that they think they're giving to and they're depositing currency does not necessarily have their bank filled up because that's not the currency they need to feel taken care of. This is true in human relationships. You want somebody to know you care about them? We have to find out what makes them feel cared for, not what I want to do to make them feel cared for. You have somebody, classic example, you could have a husband works his tail off to have a full-time nanny for his wife. And the wife says, you don't love me. You don't care about me. He says, how could you say I don't love you? You know how hard I work? So you could have a full-time nanny. Work like a dog. And I do it all for you. And she says, I don't want a nanny. I want you. I want you in the house. You're never home. I need you around. Come home. Be home for an hour a night, two hours, whatever it is. Stop, stop telling me you care about me so you're going to work. That's not what I need. It's not what I need. So you think you're doing something for somebody and, and you're not... That, that's they don't appreciate it because you're not taking care of them in a way that on their side of the deal of the relationship we'll call it you're not depositing the right currency we have to figure out we have to be menschlich enough and this doesn't only apply to spouses it applies to parents and children it applies to family members right don't just give people gifts that i like 
unless you know for sure they'll like it too, give them things that they appreciate, that they're going to like. So too, when it comes to our relationship with Hashem, yes, Hashem's going to love us uh, unconditionally and, and it's, everything's there and uh, the, the, you, can never, you can never walk away from our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But Hashem tells us, Tendler, I'm going to give you a blessing. I'll show you I love you. Okay, people go through good times, people go through tougher times. Yeah. How, do, how do I know if I'm showing proper love, so to speak, to Hashem? So Hashem gives us a Torah. He gives us a Torah and He gives us mitzvahs. And He says, by the way, you know what my love bank, you know how I feel cared for, so to speak, in the relationship? Here's what you could do. Here's what you could do for me. There's a way you can give back a little bit, so to speak, right? Not give back to Hashem, give back a little bit. You know, do your best. I know you're not perfect. I know you're going to slip. Nobody could do everything. It's not all or nothing. But I'm asking you to try. I'm asking you to try. Here's my handbook. It's a beautiful Torah. It's a beautiful lifestyle. A beautiful way of life. If you do this, this is how I feel cared for in the relationship. And we know we're connected. There's now two sides. Two, two sides, so to speak, that are coming together in a, in a true connection. Hashem says to us, it's incredible. He says, all I want is to be connected to you. That's all I want. You could come and ask for everything. I'm just asking, bring me into the picture. I want to be here. I want to be in every minute of your life. I want to be connected to you in every moment of your life. So do this for me. And who ends up gaining? Who ends up on the gaining side? We end up on the gaining side. Right? We're the ones who end up gaining from this, but by Hashem, telling, He's telling us how, what the expectation is. But we get caught up in the beautiful secondary things. It's like the added gifts. And if we could even say so from the previous example, it could even be with Torah learning. Be like, but I'm learning Torah. Hashem says, yeah, but you didn't bring me into it. I, I, I just want to be, I, I, I want to be with you. I want to be connected. Hashem, I showed up and I prayed Shacharis. Hashem says, that's a beautiful mitzvah. And you did your mitzvah. You did your mitzvah. But the main thing that, the reason why I gave you the mitzvah is because I just want to be connected with you. And you, you didn't bring a connection to this prayer. You, you didn't connect. You came in, you mumbled a few things. You, you got your thing. And that's like, you know, it's like me uh, giving flowers to my wife because, oh, here, here, hon, uh, you know, I know you like these. Here, here you go. Did I? Yeah, it's nice. I, I thought about it. I, I did my thing. But isn't it a whole different world where it's not about like, oh, here you go. You know, and, but you put emotion into it. You show you care into it. You bring a connection to it. It's much more, it's much more meaningful than the action that was done. Yes, those actions are there, but as the Bovavi is expressing, those are added and beautiful side perks. Those are extra perks that come about. But every single tefillah is, you cannot fail in a prayer if you showed up and connected. The main part, you've been successful. Okay. We'll hold it here for this evening. And Bez Hashem, next week we will pick up from uh, Kuf Lamed Ches. We'll pick up from 138 Bez Hashem. 
And uh, we'll hold it here for this part. If anybody would like to share any questions, thoughts, conversations, uh, feel free to, uh, you know, to join in. Go ahead. Hmm? Now we're good? <laughs> Pump it in. All right. Have a wonderful Shabbos, everybody. Again, Shabbos. Zagazim.